Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Saturdays in Tassie with Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves. That's right. Welcome back to the show for Taz Racing. Foster or adopt a greyhound today, visit gaptaz.org.au and kindly joined, of course, by Bailey Kenzie, Win News. Bailey, welcome. Very good morning, Holly. How are you? Um, we're pretty good. Are you up in Lonnie? We are up in Lonnie. We're in a hotel room. I don't exactly know where. We drove up uh, after work yesterday uh, and I pretty much just rolled into bed. So not sure oh. where I am exactly, but I know I'm seven minutes from the ground. <laughs> So you're up there for the footy earlier in the week, obviously. No, we're up there to uh, play cricket today, but um, oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't actually make it to the footy earlier in the week, unfortunately. Well, I was a bit worried that you might have been cheating on us and you were doing some radio up there or, or something without <laughs> us. No, no radio infidelity today. It was all all very clean, all for cricket. And Bailey, <clears throat> Bailey, understand if you do, we will find out. We will. We will find we, out. We are watching you. <laughs> watching at all times. Uh, very good. I've got What's happening on in news, big fella? Yeah, we've got a bit of Premier Cricket news up front, Jeevesy. Obviously, a big round of Premier Cricket looming today with a few changes to some of the key sides. Uh, there's a bit of a, a, a shake-up and there's no spot from sort of two to five that's really locked in. Clarence and Newtown are fighting it out for that fourth spot. The Roos are sitting in at fifth. Newtown are in at fourth. Clarence will face Glenorchy at home in what's a pretty straightforward contest for them. Glenorchy's in at eighth and will they're well and truly out of the race for a final spot. The Roos, they'll be without Riley Meredith and Lawrence Neal-Smith. Lawrence, of course, featuring in his first Sheffield Shield game of the season. But with Elliot, Rainbird, Jones and Hinchcliffe at their disposal, it's a yeah pretty straightforward contest for them. Interesting to note that club stalwart and club coach Harry Allenby has not been named on the team sheet there. Meanwhile, over at Newtown, uh, they, they were able to dust off uh, North Hobart fairly comfortably last week, proving that they're worthy of the final spot but they'll need to also defeat Kingbury today to sort of lock that in. The Bucks, they'll be bolstered by the return of Mitch Owen, who featured in, in last week's List A contest for Tuzzy. He's also hit a ton against Kingbury earlier this season. So big game over there for the Bucks. South Hobart, they'll take on North Hobart. The Sharks, they're well and truly out of the race, but North Hobart, they're in an interesting position in third. Newtown only trails them by three points. Clarence only trails them by five points, so they really do actually need to win. People have talked about North Hobart as a relatively safe spot, and that's fair because Lindisfarne have the bye and they could jump into second if they win. Equally, though, if they lose, they could potentially slide down as far as fifth. So much to play for today. Uh, University, of course, playing up north uh, without Tim Ward, Jake Doran and Tim Payne as well. So plenty to play for. In the women's, there's a first-grade one-day grand final tomorrow at Blunston Arena. Greater Northern Raiders, they'll do battle with Newtown. The Raiders have been such a force in the women's competition over the last few years. They've got a few a few big names coming back into the fold, being Emma Mannix-Jeeves, Sasha Maloney and Julia Kavanagh. The Bucks, they get young Leggy, Amy Smith and also Lizelle Lee, which is a huge player for them. That final kicks off at 10am on Sunday morning. There's also a bit of BBL news floating around. Uh, Matthew Wade's been linked with a move to the Melbourne Renegades for next season's Big Bash. Although, as it stands, I believe he's got one year to run on his deal. 
he's one of a growing list of Tassie players who are set to make alternate plans for next season. Uh, and we know his future at a Tassie level is largely uncertain as well. But no one really saw it coming at a BBL level. Bales, um, if there's a year to run on Wadey's contract, obviously looking at a, at a player trade, who, who would you like back from the Renegades? Yeah, it would have to be a player trade with a year left to run on his deal. Who would you like back from the Renegades? Well, I think it'd be a bit of egg on Tassie's face, but wouldn't you just Rogers. love to see Tom Rogers? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, absolutely. He's yeah. obviously got a two-year deal, but he's a player that looms as highly effective. He bowls those power play overs. He also bowls pretty well at the death, and he's dominated white ball cricket, to be fair, over the last couple of years. So if you were going to go for a swap, that'd be ideal. I don't really see that as realistic. Mm. Uh, Dan Cherney, Dan Cherney's the man from Code Sports who's reported that story, so... He'd have uh, more details, I'm assuming, on that. But a big coup for the Renegades if they were to pick up Matthew Wade from under Tasmania's noses. Mm. And what do you see happening at the moment, Bailey? We were talking a little bit earlier about the Tassie setup, and there seems to be a lot of uncertainty about, obviously, the the management of the list or what the basically what's going on because there seems to be a lot of changes. Do you know what the timeline is that that? all those decisions have to be made. I I thought that we were past it, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. No, I believe the contracting embargoing window, if you like, is open at the minute. So the changes are very much getting made as we speak. Before this yeah. week, a large number of players remained unsigned. I think only around five players actually had inked new deals. But as it stands how, now, how? I just don't a get few more how... players have renewed their deals. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's still a lot that's up in the air. And unfortunately for Tassie, that's very much around the senior players on their list. Feels like there's way too much up in the air for this period in time. Like it, it feels it, like this should have been done a bit earlier, to be honest. It does, and it's never, never a very pleasant thing to have it's going on good... when you're actually in the midst of a shield game and they've still got one to play after this. And before this week, uh, Tassie, and as it stands now, in fact, still a very, very slim possibility of cracking that that shield final. So, um, yeah, much to play for there, and a lot of uncertainty. I know that the performance of the Tasmanian Tigers has left a bit to be desired as of late, of course. But I wonder how much of... Well, I don't know because I haven't played professional cricket. Maybe, Jeeves, you can jump in here and, and you as well, Bailey. But how much of that... If, if this is looming over heads of certain players and they're uncertain about what's happening next, could that as well be making having an impact on the current game as well? Because I imagine that's a pretty stressful situation with if conversations are going and there is uncertainty. I don't know if, I mean, if that was just my day-to-day job or that was happening in my day-to-day job, that would stress me out a fair bit. So I'm I don't sure know. Jay-Z, yeah, I'm sure Jay-Z would have more to say on this, having been the only one of us two who's actually played professional <laughs> cricket. But what I can say is the two players who have been in the press being linked to deals interstate have not featured in the 11 for Tasmania this week. That's a fact. So Ben McDermott, he's been dropped. And he's been yeah. linked with a move to Queensland. Siddle's been rested, moved, linked with a move back to Victoria. So Tasmania's response, as it stands to these moves, is, is very interesting to note that those some of the players who are in these trade whispers and these trade conversations actually aren't featuring in the 11 this week. But I'm sure Jeeves, you would know more. No, but Bales, when, when you say trade whispers, is, is there now a trade period for, the, for, the, for domestic shield contracts? So, so domestic state contracts, can you be traded? Or no, is it no, not trade, out not of, trade, out not, of contract. No, I'm just saying trade whispers. Uh, Sorry, as, gotcha. As just a piece of yeah. terminology. No, no, it's, no, uh, no, no, it's that's an fine. out of contract. Yeah. It's very sort of down the line as it's always been. 
Yeah, I mean, to, to answer your question, Holly, a- absolutely it would impact performance. You know, what, what you seek as a professional as a professional athlete, doesn't matter the sport, is is trust and role clarity and, and certainty. You know, you want to be backed in. That That is the key to success. I know myself, the, the, my successful years came when I played under Dan Marsh, who just backed me in, you know, said, here's the ball, you go get it done, I'll back you in, fields, plans. Uh, and I, I hadn't had that before. Um, so for me, that that was really special. I know for any professional athlete, swimming, cricket, football, it doesn't matter. You want to be backed in and, and, and you want to be trusted. If you're uncertain about where you are next year or negotiations aren't going the way you want, uh, absolutely, that, that, that will no doubt have an impact on, on your performance. Absolutely, James. And I think looking on a slightly more positive note, if you're Jeff Vaughan, this is the first time that he's going to get a real crack at his list. He's come in on two occasions for Tasmania with the list really well mm. said and done. But on this occasion, he's going to be able to really compile it from start to finish. And if there is a bit of vacancy, that really does give him sort of room to put his imprint on, on Tasmanian cricket, which is a positive. Definitely. Sorry. Um, I've got a bit of other news just before I head off, guys. Um, I think it's important to touch on this SFL news. Uh, former Labor leader, David O'Burnwell, he's become the president of the SFL. Um, and that's pretty interesting. He spoke for the first time in his new role yesterday. The first thing he did was play down any doubts uh, around whether he's able to serve both as, as a member, he's a Labor member for Franklin, and also uh, as the chief of the SFL, two very big roles to juggle. Uh, interestingly, he's thrown his support behind a stadium, which is quite surprising for me commenting that good governments do not only deliver on health, education and housing, but also major infrastructure opportunities. So that's, that's a very interesting piece of dialogue. And while we're talking stadium, uh, earlier in this week, we saw a bit of a row in, in Parliament uh, with the RSL of Tasmania penning a letter in opposition to the this. proposed stadium because they don't know the proposed size, height and location of the stadium. So they don't know exactly where it is. They don't know exactly how tall it's going to be. Uh, and they don't know the exact scale of it. So in saying that, they say they're not willing to support it. Um, and I'm not exactly sure why, but they say they were forced to come out and make a decision. Um, and they've chosen this week to do so, which is, which is very interesting in the whole context. But uh, they, they say they can't support it and they fear for its impact on the cenotaph. Mm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. That, to be honest, like, uh, it is. Yeah, look, I, I can, I can uh, certainly un- understand the impact on on the cenotaph. I mean, it is, it is a, it, it is a place built out of respect for, um, you know, the time in the country's history that deserves endless respect. So we need, you know, we we, yeah. we, we, we do need to ensure that, that the cenotaph is respected. But, you know, if if there is impact there, can can we make that a uh, that respect on a on a grander scale potentially? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there are there are some options available there. That's the lots thing, of options they're... available and lots of yeah. balls in the air for the government. Mm. Mm. I will. I will say, Bars. I was surprised by um, by Obi coming out and, and supporting the the stadium. Obviously, opposition leader Rebecca White has been strongly against it, um, and that and that's been Labor's you know kind of path um, strongly against the stadium. So uh, for for Labor member David O'Byrne to to publicly support it um, certainly goes against the um, his party's message. Mm. Yeah, very interesting there. Just before I go as well, got some NPL soccer news as well. The NPL season was officially launched yesterday. Uh, Launceston United, they've been welcomed into the competition, which sees that comp rise up to eight teams. Uh, this season will be sort of slightly slightly different in structure. There'll be a minor premier, as usual, who, who actually takes out the premiership in the NPL, so no finals. But the ladder leaders will come together at the end of the season in a breakaway series 
uh, of the competition's top teams to play for another trophy. And this year, there'll be four teams in the north and four in the south, and also an under-21s development competition set to be run statewide. Mm, Well, Bailey, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you for joining us from uh, your hotel room up in Lonnie. We'll let you get back to bed. But as always, we appreciate you bringing all the all the news and uh, uh, to us over the weekend. And please keep us tuned on anything to do with the stadium because, uh, as we all know, I'm growing pretty impatient. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Will do. I'll keep you in the loop. You're the best. Thanks, Bows. We've got to go to a break now, but we'll be back after this.